Recorded live. Praise the Lord, everyone. This is the day that the Lord has made. We shall rejoice and be glad in it. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. Blessed be his holy name. Thank you for joining me this morning, Sister Sherelle Perkins, with Women Interconnecting Network, Community Prayer Line, WIN Prayer Line. We just want to thank you for joining us this morning. We started a dialogue yesterday about prevailing prayer. And the key to prevailing prayer is simply this. is prayer that gets results. I'm going to be sharing a study with you today by um, one of the forefathers of modern Christianity. His name is Charles G. Finney, and he says, prevailing prayer is that which secures answers. Jesus prevailed in prayer. Moses prevailed in prayer. Zechariah prevailed in prayer. We have many examples in Scripture. Daniel prevailed in prayer. So we have examples of people that got God's attention. We have examples of people that triumphed, succeeded, overcame, conquered through prayer and was victorious. Now, I know some of you have been like me. You've been in places with people And what they seem to do, they say they're praying, um, but the prayers seem so cold and so distant. And you wonder to yourself, if I feel cold and distant listening to it, I wonder how God feels if I'm made in his image. Well, we can't judge any of that. We don't know the condition of another man's heart. All of the servants of God belong to him. They're his business. But there are times that we are praying and things seem the same, even in our own life. So we want to focus on not fixing everybody else, but fixing our own heart so that we will have the mind and heart of God regarding any situation. I think sometimes we want God to answer prayer, but we don't want to change anything. We even pray prayers like, God, if you will do A, B, C, then I will do X, Y, Z. We pray these prayers, you know, quite honestly, God knows that most of the time when we say those things, we're just trying to get ourselves out of a mess or a messy situation, and we want God to help us. But we really, it isn't about our commitment to God. It's about our fear of being stuck in a rut or stuck in a mess. Prevailing prayer requires a heart 
that's consecrated to God. The men that I told you about when we first started, if you look at the history of those men in Scripture, they may not be perfect, but they loved God perfectly. And because they did, God has done tremendous things. He caused, he allowed the moon and the stars to stand still. He sent drought to a nation. He opened blind eyes, healed diseases. When we prevail in prayer, we keep God's attention. Why? We're not looking for a quick fix or a McDonald's religion where we can have it the way we want as quickly as we want, and all we have to do is drive through and everything is going to be okay. No, prevailing prayer is prayer that comes from a heart that is consecrated to God. There are even times that we think we're asking God for something, but in our own hearts, we don't even believe he's going to do it. And it's almost like, okay, God, if you're really there, if you're really in charge, then do A, B, C. But prevailing prayer begins from a place of faith, a faith in a God that you know will answer your prayer, hears your voice, faith in God. Is he the alpha and the omega, the beginning and the end? Does he have the final word? I've heard people say things like, all I can do is pray. No, prayer is the thing to do. Anything else you do should come from a heart of intercession. I do because I have faith in God. And I've already prayed about it. You see, because I got up this morning with a heart to honor and glorify God. Therefore, when situations and circumstances come into my life, I'm already on full. I'm already ready to go. The people that know their God shall do great exploits. Some of you are like me. You are waiting on this revival to hit. Well, if you want to see God to revive us individually or collectively, in our own bodies, in our home, in our community, in our churches, in our cities, in our state, in our nation, in the world. 
We must believe that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Are you diligently seeking God? Is he the object of your affection? Is he the desire of your heart? The other thing besides having faith in God is understanding what God really wants to do for us. You see, I hear so many people, and they have all of these ideas and concepts, plan B, C, D, E, and F, based on fear and not faith. And what they begin to do is make excuses. because they don't really believe that God can change things. So often our mindset comes into agreement with the world system because we trust it. We trust a doctor practicing medicine more than we trust the healer, the deliverer the one who created the heavens and the earth, who formed our bodies, who knows everything about us, who has given us everything that pertains to life and godliness, who has given us his very spirit, the same spirit that rose Jesus from the dead, dwells in us, and it quickens even our physical body. We trust practitioners more than we trust the healer, Jehovah Rapha. So because in our mind, in our heart, we don't recognize the will of God is for us to be healed, for blind eyes to be open, deaf ears to hear, We spiritualize a lot of things, and we say our spiritual eyes will be open and our spiritual ears will be open. Well, that's true, too. But if I can't see, wouldn't it really be nice to have a God that can open my natural eyes? If I can't hear, wouldn't it be nice? To have a God that can open up my ears that I can hear. If I am suffering from a disease, wouldn't it be nice to have a God that heals me? And not just will heal me when I get to heaven. That's all right. But if you know the will of God now and know that 
He is a healer now. Jesus said we would do greater works than he. What did Jesus do? He healed the sick. He cast out devils. He said if he would be lifted up, he would draw all men. When people touched the hem of his garment, they were made whole. When he walked the streets, masses were transformed. Miracle after miracle after miracle happened because Christ knew the Father. And they were one. When Jesus died on the cross, he gave us the same capacity to know the Father and to become one with him through the shed blood of Jesus. The same spirit that rose Jesus from the dead dwells in us. But if we don't believe it, we will never ask. And if we ask, we will not have faith that he is a God that can deliver us. So for prevailing prayer, you need to know and have it in your heart that God is a healer and that he answers prayer. The other thing Is unselfishness. Sometimes we want what we want the way we want it. Not because we love God. We just want to be large and in charge. (laughs) Man looks on the outward appearance, but God sees the heart. He is not a manipulative He is not a force to be manipulated. Manipulation is part of the world's condition. The world manipulates and tries to control. God doesn't need to manipulate or try to control. He is already in control. There is nothing that you can do for him. What we do is because we have the Father's heart. And we want what the Father wants. And we've allowed him to touch our hearts to change us. The last point I want to make today, and we're going to continue this conversation this week, prevailing prayer requires the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. Now, there are different types of prayer, but we're talking about a prayer that gets results, that changes the atmosphere. This requires the power of the Holy Spirit. In fact, I'm a firm believer that everything we do should be inspired. 
And one of the benefits of having Holy Spirit live inside of us is this place of inspiration that we can walk in, not just tap into, but this is where I believe God wants us to live as believers. He wants us to live in the place of inspiration. that our lives is a continuous flow of his inspiring Holy Spirit. Jesus said, I only do what I see my father do. Some of us think God is a life force that we control by the things that we say and the things that we do and we have our formulas and this is how you get to God. The truth of the matter is God is a God of relationship. When he created Adam, they walked together in the cool of the day. And he shared with Adam, and Adam shared with him, and they moved together, having the same mind and heart. I have a granddaughter, and nothing delights me more than for us to share. I say with my son, something happens when you know that the child that you're raising, get that they get it. God is the same way with us. So this is not about form or formula, having a form of godliness but denying the power. It's understanding the heart of God, the person of God, and the power of the Holy Spirit. So with that said, we're going to do our personal confessions and enter into a season of prayer and see exactly where Holy Spirit would lead us. Holy Spirit, we thank you for your presence with us today. Father God, I thank you for the power of your Holy Spirit. I thank you that the same spirit that rose Jesus from the dead dwells in us and it quickens our mortal body. We are transformed by the power of the Holy Spirit. Uh, We are so appreciated. We are so appreciative of the person of the Holy Spirit that was left here to teach us, to guide us, to walk with us in the cool of the day, to show us how to live as ambassadors of Jesus Christ. We are your workmanship, Daddy, recreated in Christ Jesus. Abba, Father, Father God, you're all the while at work in us, both to will and to do of your good pleasure. We keep ourselves in love and light, 
and the wicked one touches us not. Greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world, and we are more than conquerors. Through Christ Jesus, who loved us and who has given himself for us. We bless your holy name. You are holy and magnificent. You are a holy God. And we are your children. Purchased by the precious blood of Jesus. We thank you, Jesus, for being Lord over our spirit, our soul, and our body. You have made unto us wisdom, righteousness, sanctification, and redemption. We can do all things through Christ that gives us strength. You are our shepherd we shall not want. Our God supplies all our needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. We do not fret or have anxiety about anything. We do not have a care. We are the body of Christ. We're redeemed from the curse because Jesus bore our sicknesses and carried our diseases in his own body. By his stripes we are healed. Hallelujah. We have the mind of Christ. We hold the thoughts, feelings, and purposes of his heart. We're believers, not doubters. We hold fast to our confession of faith. We decide to walk by faith and practice faith. Our faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Jesus, hallelujah, we thank you. You are the author and the developer of our faith. We thank you that the love of God has been shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Spirit, and his love abides in us richly. Hallelujah. We can tread upon serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. We take our shield of faith and we quench every fiery dart. Greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. We are on a forceful advance. We are overcoming kingdoms and strongholds that have held our generation captive. We break the assignment of the adversary to destroy our bodies, our mind, our will, and emotion, to entangle us. We are good soldiers, Daddy. We present our bodies a living sacrifice, holy unto you, completely, entirely unto you, God. This is the least we can do for so great a Savior. You are the great God in all the earth. Spirit of the living God, blow fresh on us. Revive us again, Lord. Release a fresh breath of your spirit, Lord. Drive out all darkness that we may know your truth. Your word is truth. Father, we thank you. Breathe fire 
into our bellies and destroy everything that's not like you. Deliver us from this present evil world. We are seated with Christ in heavenly places. We reside in the kingdom of your dear son. The law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made us free from the law of sin and death. Thank you for freedom, God. Thank you for setting us free. He whom the Son sets free is free indeed. Hallelujah. Lord, we glorify you. We worship you. We adore you. We hear your voice. We hear the voice of our Father. We hear the voice of a stranger. And we will not follow. We will follow your voice. We roll our works upon you, God. We cast all our cares on you, God. We trust and commit all that we do to you. Thank you, Daddy, that you are causing our thoughts to become agreeable to your will and our plans shall be established. Why? Because we have plans, Father, that come straight from the throne room of God. Crown us, Lord, with your wisdom. Give us your understanding for the hour that we're living in, Lord. Let every step that we take glorify and honor you, Lord. You have begun a good work in us. We thank you, Daddy God, that you will complete it. In the name of Jesus, we glorify you. We thank you, Father, for being our God, our Lord, our rock, our redeemer, our kinsman, our friend. When the enemy comes in, ha, like a flood, Father, you lift up a standard against him. Thank you, Daddy God, that a standard has been raised against our adversary. Some trust in horses and some in chariots. But you, we will remember the name of our God. Our enemies are brought down. They have fallen. The pharaohs of our life have been conquered. Hallelujah. Blessed be your holy name. Blessed be the name of the living God, the righteous God, the holy God, the awesome God. We thank you, Father, that we are partakers in your promises in Christ, that we are strengthened with might by your spirit, that we allow Christ to dwell in our hearts by faith. We are rooted and grounded in love. We speak the truth in love. We are renewed in the spirit of our mind. 
We are your followers. We walk in love. We thank you, Father, that we walk circumspectly and are filled with your spirit. We are more than conquerors. We are overcomers. We are your righteousness, Lord. We are healed, free, the salt of the earth. We are consecrated, sanctified, and victorious. We thank you, Father God. Hallelujah. Break off our lives any limitations and restrictions placed on our life by any evil spirits in the name of Jesus. We bind and cast out all python and constrictor spirits in the name of Jesus. Any spirit that would hinder the flow of your anointing in our lives personally, collectively, in your body, in this city. I decree and I declare your glorious work being made manifest. In our sphere of influence, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, Father, that angels go forth to mark the boundaries of that which you have ordained for us, Lord. And all squatters are displaced in Jesus' name. Bless us indeed and enlarge our territory. Let your hand be upon us and keep us from evil. Father God, I lift up people in my sphere of influence. You know who they are. That are stretching, Father. They're in a place that they've never been before, Daddy. Let your hand be with them and keep them from evil. Do not allow deception to enter into the vision that you have given them, Father. We thank you that their ears are attentive to hear your voice, and a voice of a stranger they will not follow. Their eyes are open, Daddy, naturally and spiritually. Their eyes are open. They have great discernment. Cast out their enemies and enlarge their borders. Enlarge our hearts so that we can run the way of your commandments. According to Psalm 119.32. Father God, I thank you that even this prevailing prayer this morning allows our mouths to be enlarged over our enemies. (laughs) Greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. How we thank you that the blood of Jesus is enough. We receive deliverance and enlargement in our life. We make room, Father, 
for the fullness of your presence to be manifested in our life. We cast out, cast down every idol that would sit on the throne of our heart, displacing you, Father. Father God, we make room for the anointing. We make room for your presence. We're not Sunday morning worshipers, but we worship you in spirit and in truth 24-7. Even when we're laying on our bed, we thank you, Father God, that our sleep works with you. When we're going about our daily chores, our, we worship you. With what we do, we worship you when we're allowing you to change our mind, when you're preparing to bring us before great men. Father, we thank you that every breath is worship to the God of gods, the King of kings, and the Lord of lords. There is only one of you. Hallelujah. <laughs> Bless your holy name. Lord, we thank you that you increase us more and more and our children, according to Psalm 115, 14. We thank you that the kingdom of God increases in our lives. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. That we increase in the knowledge of God. We bless your name, Lord. We thank you that you bless us and you increase us. And you increase us exceedingly. And I will thank you, Lord. Father God, we magnify you. Lord, release your glorious power against our enemy. Let power and might be released from your hand. Scatter our enemy by your great power. Rule over your enemies through your power, God. Let the power of your anger be released against the powers of darkness. We release the power and authority that you have given us against every demon and every demonic encounter. Father God, we praise you and we thank you, Lord. Healing is the children's bread. So, Father God, I lift up those under my voice and in my sphere of influence who struggle in their physical body. Father God, first I ask you to forgive us. Forgive us for our transgressions. Forgive us for every way in which we have violated your laws, Father God. Forgive us for sins that open the door. Father God, and we forgive those who have sinned against us. We release them. We let them go. Hallelujah. We release them into your hands, God. Deliver, set free, Father. Well, for Father, there's only one desire that we have. When the sons of thunder ask Jesus, do you want us to release fire and destroy them? 
Jesus said, you don't know what manner of man you are. So, Father God, it is not our desire that any man should perish. For just like our elder brother taught us that you so loved the world that you gave your only begotten son, and whosoever believes in him shall not perish. Father, we thank you for your saving grace being released against our enemy that they may be saved and set free, drawn out of the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of your marvelous light. Hallelujah. That they would be our brothers in Christ. That they would know the truth and the truth will set them free. Oh, what a great reward. What a great desire. Oh, Father God, for we were once your enemy. How but you loved us. You loved us with a great love. We want everybody to know that forgiveness. We want everybody to know that love. So, Father God, we release. We release, we release. And I'm hearing in my heart, there are times people have died and gone on, and we still harbor bitterness and unforgiveness. Lord, today we choose to forgive them. Yes, we do. We release them. And we released ourselves from the bondage of hate and bitterness. Have your way, Lord God. Bring healing in our bodies, healing in our minds, healing in our souls. That we would know the height, depth, and breadth of your love towards us and those around us. You are the great I am. You are the I am that I am, and there is no other God. We praise you. Thank you, Father. No one has an arm like you, Father, full of power and might. You have a mighty arm. Your hand is strong, and your right hand is high. Let fear and dread fall upon the enemy by the greatness of your arm until we pass over. Now, Father God, I know the answer to this, but I say this for those that might be listening that do not understand this principle. We just prayed for our enemies. Those are the natural people that We need to forgive. But there is, they're in our natural sphere, Father. They are human beings like us who have been subjugated to the satanic influences of this world. But the real enemy 
of mankind is the evil genius, Satan himself, and his demonic forces. We don't war against flesh and blood, human people. That's why we can release forgiveness. But there is a war, Father. And there may be those who are listening that do not understand in their head, but God, I ask that you would pierce their heart with the truth, Father, that they would be open to hear the truth, Lord. There is a scene behind the scene. There is where our enemy is. Break the yoke of the enemy off our neck and off the backs of your children in this country built on deception, built on lies, built on false religion. Break the yoke of the enemy off the necks of your people. That they may know your truth and the truth will set them free. Break the yoke of religion off our necks. Break the yoke of self-righteousness and arrogance. In Revelations, you talked about the churches and what your judgment would be against each one if they did not change. And, Father, as with your word, it is multifaceted. It was for a people, for a church, for a season, but it is for a people, a church, and a season. Father, I believe in the Church of America. You will find all of the churches manifested. Father, let us see ourselves in your scripture and let us make the changes according to your word. Let us not think we have it all together when we are truly blind and naked and deceived. Let us not be given to the voice of Jezebel thinking that we're moving in true prophetic. Let us not replace the true prophetic voice of Jesus Christ with that of a false prophet, Father. Open our eyes, Lord God, as we enter a season of great awakening in your body. We thank you and we praise you, Father. Let our enemies, your enemy, perish. We thank you, Father God. We rebuke all the winds and storms of the enemy sent against our life. Father God, I lift up those 
that the enemy has sent storms of sabotage to hinder their movement and their progress. And every time there's forward momentum, a contrary wind is set, and they take their eyes off of moving forward and place it on the wind. Lord, I thank you and I praise you, Father. And I speak to these storms, and I say, peace be still in Jesus' name. I command the winds and the waves and the storms to cease. That there would be clear passage in the name of Jesus. Now, Father, there are those that have requested prayer, and there are those that I know need prayer. I'm just going to call out their first names. And I'm going to ask, Father God, that whatever need they have this morning, Lord, that you would meet their need in the name of Jesus. I lift up Barb. I lift up her health, Father. Touch her body. Touch her mind. Encourage her soul. I lift up Carla. I thank you for healing, being her portion in the name of Jesus. I lift up Kevin. I thank you, Father God, to continue to strengthen him and give him your mind and give him your courage and give him the wherewithal to stand even in an evil place. And having done all else to stand and to see your salvation. I lift up my son and his family. I plead the blood of Jesus over them. And I say, you who have begun a good work in them, you shall perform it, Father. I thank you for continuous favor in their lives and overabundance of favor in their life. Favor in their schedules. Thank you, Father, to increase their capacity to learn. I pray that for my grandchildren, that their capacity to learn and receive would be increased. I thank you, Father God, that their lives are a sign and a wonder to all those around them. Great favor, boldness and confidence in the name of Jesus. I pray health and strength and wealth over the gray clan in the name of Jesus and all those that are attached. I pray, Father, for prosperity, soul prosperity, a change of heart. I pray for deliverance, healing salvation, and deliverance again. Hallelujah. Father, I pray for my sister in Christ, and I choose not to mention her name. I pray, Father God, for her continuous growth in Jesus. And I thank you, Father God, that you would continue to move in her life, in the life of her children, Father, that you would continue to prepare her life 
in the name of Jesus. Father God, I lift up the churches in the city of Indianapolis. I lift up the houses of God that are seeking to know your truth. Crown them with honor and wisdom, Lord. Let the mind of Christ be in the leadership and in the congregation. And I pray also for those churches that are not trying. I pray conviction over their hearts, Father. I lift up the government of the United States of America, and I thank you, Father, that I am born in a five-talent country, that I am free. I can hear your voice. I can obey you. I thank you, Father, for a continuous outpouring of your blessings to rest upon this country. I thank you, Father God, for for effectual doors being open, doors of success, doors of finance. Lord, I thank you, Father, that we are obedient children and we walk the walk that you've ordained for us. Lord, I lift up the President of the United States. Guard and protect him and his family. All of these security mishaps root out the enemy and destroy him in the name of Jesus. Expose the person that's housing the enemy in Jesus' name. Expose the betrayals and protect our president, his wife, and his children and his extended family. And I'm hearing even in Kenya, Father, watch over his family because our country does not even get it, (laughs) don't even know the half of it. So, Father, I praise you and I thank you, Lord, for bridges being built between nations. I pray for the continent of Africa. I pray for its healing and restoration. I pray for leadership to come into power and position and have your heart. I pray for countries that are being overcome by movement of Muslims. I pray for the salvation of leadership. And, Father God, I pray for a Christian revival in Muslim camps and in Muslim nations. I pray, Father God, that all of a sudden your your spirit will begin to blow through these camps, convict hearts of people. I thank you, Father, for supernatural manifestations of your power operating in Christians living all over the world, that they will stand against persecution and their stance will be the very testimony that is needed to shift the atmosphere in these countries and to even save their persecutors in the name of Jesus. I pray, Father God, for evil hearts and evil men to be turned toward you. 
and that the enemy would be exposed. I pray that conviction would begin to sweep through the mosque in the name of Jesus. Father God, I praise you and I magnify you, Lord. I glorify you. I give you honor and I give you glory. I thank you that you're raising up a generation of generals that know you, that love you, that understand your heart that will allow you to be enthroned in their heart. God, and I thank you for the bounty that comes through strategic warfare, that we would walk in blessings beyond measure, seeing the redemptive work of Christ permeate the earth, So, Father God, we decree this morning, let your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. That which you plan and purpose, let it be established in the matchless name of Jesus Christ. Oh, Lord, oh, Lord, how excellent is your name in all the earth. (laughs) The whole earth will sing of your praises. Every kindred and tongue shall glorify the Most High God. Hallelujah, God. In China and Japan, (laughs) let your kingdom come, Father. Your will be done. In the Ukraine, Father, let your kingdom come. Your will be done. And we'll give you the honor, the praise, and the glory in Jesus' name. We thank you for joining us this morning. It has been our delight to share with you three of the principles of prevailing prayer, which is simply praying till you get an answer. Daniel is a great example. So if you're looking to get, if you're looking for a good example in Scripture, look at the life of Daniel. He prayed for 21 days. His prayer started a fight in the spirit. I'm sure we've started a little rumble this morning. But through prevailing prayer, continuous, unashamed prayer by Daniel, he saw his prayer answered. So I encourage each of you, have faith in God. He is faithful. And he has shown himself faithful from generation to generation. He is God. Well, join us tomorrow morning at 6.30. You can call in 724-444-7444. Call ID 121201. Or you can come in the chat room. And you can also text us your prayer request. 
Like us on Facebook. You can inbox us your prayer request, and we will pray for you, whether online or off. We will lift you up. So you stay encouraged. God has not given you a spirit of fear, but power, love, and a sound mind. The fervent, effectual prayer of a righteous man avails much, and it is working. So keep pressing forward. We will see you tomorrow morning, 6.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. For Just Say When Community Prayer Line, have a great day. Goodbye.